Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Have you guys noticed that when you go shopping online these days, when you go to a website, they don't allow you to enter the website without entering your email address for a 10% discount. You have to click a prompt if you don't want the 10% off. And usually the prompt will say things like, no, I hate saving money, let me in. Or no, charge me double. I love wasting money. Okay, it doesn't say it in that voice, but that's just kind of like how I picture it when I read it. I just think it's a lot of judgment about my intentions. That's all. Did they ever consider I just don't want to commit to a relationship with them? Did they ever consider that I just want to, you know, try them out, go on a first date before I commit to one email a day for the rest of my life? Let me first see if you have the sneakers in my size. And then, by the way, then I will gladly take the 10% off. But until then, please don't make these assumptions about me. Do not assume I'd rather go bankrupt than save 10% on your lipstick. Anyway, I'd offer you guys a 10% discount, but this is actually free. So let's get into today's episode, shall we? Guys, welcome to Social Studies, the show where we take a look at the hilarious things we as humans are doing all day, every day that we're not even paying attention to. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley. Let's get started with today's episode, shall we? Okay, you guys, I am not even kidding. Today's show, I have literally the funniest guest, no pressure. Jake, for those of you listening who were Darcy Dates readers, the character Max was based on Jake. That was honestly my favorite thing ever. It's my friend Jake Spitz. He is a New York City staple. He grew up in the city. He was an infamous door guy at the nightclubs. You were like king of the nightlife. I know, he wants to kill me. You were a publicist. And I want to call you a Bravo Liberty. I wish. It was a long time ago, but fun. Um, please welcome to the show my friend, Jake Spitz. Welcome, Jake. Hey, Jenna. I am I so happy you. you're here. I miss you. How's quarantine going? Pandemic life. Fine. You know what? Fine. I got used to it very quickly. Yeah. So it was like oppositional. Like once you tell me to stay home, it's like, how dare you? But like, I don't know. I leaned into it pretty fine. I know. And you moved out of the city. Well, not forever, but for now you moved... Yes. To Jersey, which is crazy. Now you're Jersey Jake. I am. I'm Jersey Jake. And you like it. I love it. He's Jersey Jake. Jake actually told me today, which is the funniest thing I've ever heard, that he wants to retire to Florida. Like he's going to come back to the city, but he's going to retire to Florida. Tell us why. Because that was the funniest. Because of the vacuum? Because well, of the vacuum. Of but also, all. I really want to like hone in on the vacuum because that's the funny. That's the best reason to ever want to retire somewhere. Well, it's true. We grew up in New York, and it's like a little I don't know, but like Florida, everything's brand new. So it's like the first time in my life I can't remember how old it was, and I'm OCD, which is like a little backstory of why this was exciting. Yeah. But there was <laughs> a little flap in the wall that people picked up with a circle, and they shoved this thing, and it became a vacuum. There was like no thing you were carrying. Around around. So every house I've ever been to in Florida has, I don't even know what it's called. It's pluggy back. So it's like a vacuum that you put, I know what you're talking, you just put the hose in the, the hole. hole. Anywhere you want to go. Right. You put the hose in the hole, if you will. Right. 
which is reason enough for me to move there because every house comes with one, like no matter what. Yeah. So that's exciting. But I also feel like I don't really like culture. I don't need to be near, <laughs> near a museum. Like, I don't care. Like, I've lived in New York forever. Broadway shows, I sit through the first act before the lights go down and count how many songs. So I count down how soon I can get out of there. So like, I'm not a person who needs to be in New York. By the way, I do know, I happen to love Broadway shows, but I do know that feeling when you don't like a Broadway show, when you're like looking at the playbill and you're you're looking at the songs and you're literally line by lining what songs until intermission. And then... It always seems longer in the second half when you hate the show. And I'd rather skip intermission, just get it done and get out. But I'm like that with any play, even a good play. settle the score for me on a throwback. It's something I'm obsessed with. People are repulsed by the fact that I'm obsessed with it. It's something that we just don't see anymore. But as I want to know your feelings as a man and a man who dates men, well, you're married to a man now, but... Not yet, but we'll see. Not yet, engaged. No quarantine goes. <laughs> Quarantine's hard for everybody. Um, Dracar Noir. Ooh. Do you like it or hate it? Hate it because it's like ninth grade, drinking too much vodka. Every friend smelled like it. And it reminds me of throwing up. And I will give you my email <laughs> version of it, which is Calvin Klein obsession. I oh my God. That and that in like a bar in like high school and then just doing like that gold shoddy thing. Oh, gold schlager. And then if you put on a coat that smells like Drakkar and you're nauseous, it's like... I mean, I feel like Drakkar was like even earlier. Like Drakkar was like camp boyfriend, bar mitzvah dancing. You had boyfriends in camp? Of course. It's the only reason I went to camp. I went to a co-ed camp. It was all about making out with boys. How old were you? Camp's over by the time you Hi, I was eight getting felt up by the lake. I mean, like, who was watching you? No, literally, I went to the meatballs camp. Like, we had no rules. It was all about raiding, like, in the middle of the night. But I went to camp for too long. Like, I went to camp till I was 15. And then I came back, like, an extra year to work at the camp as, like, a CIT. I was oh, a waitress. My sister was the same thing. She was literally, like, getting her master's degree. I mean, like, I'm going to go back to camp. I was like, yeah. <laughs> that was me. All of my <laughs> bridesmaids were, like, my bunkmates. Like, I am obsessed with camp. In fact, well, I... You know thought, how I feel about camp friends. That's a whole other category that you... By the way, and they know, the listeners know Jenny. Jake and Jenny are also BFF. And no surprise, Jenny also hates camp friends. Did you go to camp? I did, but like against my will. Five summers in a row, I hated it. I hated it. The same it. camp? I, yep, Walt Whitman. I had to hike. I had to like do stuff. <laughs> All I wanted to do was go to like a Jappy tennis camp where people lived in a hotel, but like my parents are not those people. I went to a camp. We didn't have showers in the bunk. We had to walk to like a shower bunk. Same, same. It was like it real was, nature. Camp we team. had real, it was like real camp. There was no air conditioners. There was like... We couldn't get packages. You weren't allowed to use the phone. Like other Jappy camps, like we can get like candy, but like no candy. (laughs) We couldn't get candy, but we could up until a certain age, they had phone booths and you could just like call, you could make collect calls and person to person calls like 24 seven. We had that, but there was no 
punchy pad. Like only an operator would pick up. That was the era you could make like a person-to-person phone call. Or people were like, I have to go. I'm on long distance. Like as if it was yeah, like- Yeah, I was like, can you make an emergency breakthrough? Like I would constantly make emergency breakthroughs. That was the most fun thing ever. The most fun. Okay, so you hated camp. I loved my camp so much. I actually got like my house is up near my camp because oh. I love- I love that area so much. Like I want to drive by where the pickup spot was for my camp and like have high. I get so uncomfortable. My son hated camp. My son was not a camp person, like at all. And I was crushed. I I wanted to go to camp for him. I I was like, I I wanted to go to camp for him. So Drakkar to me reminds me of making out with people at camp when I was too young to make out with them. That's what it reminds me of. And if Drakkar could be bought back into rotation, I would make out with everybody in the street that was wearing it. I think it's still a significant fragrance in the marketplace. You do? You think men still wear Drakkar? I have a feeling that probably we would be shocked at like international sales. Like it might not be on the (laughs) mind here because like of all the celebrity licensing, but like, yes, I feel like it's really like on somebody somewhere. I need to find that man. It's only people who do sick and offensive things who would wear. Like if you wear Drakkar, you're like smoking a cigar, like anything that just makes you want to like, Okay. The other thing Jake and I are really obsessed with is gated communities. I like talking about what I would imagine goes on in a gated community. And I like hearing people talk about their gated community. I'd like to also specify I might be fine living in one in Florida when I move. I don't well, I bet they have the vacuum holes in gated communities. It's a pre-requirement. They might have glory holes in gated communities, to be completely honest. But here's the thing about a gated community. Then I'll go if they have the vacuum <laughs> and that. It's like the holes are right next Where to each other. <laughs> okay, here's the thing about a gated community. Someone can't live in a gated community without telling you they live in a gated community. Now, gated communities are foreign to me because in the city, we didn't have, obviously. You're forgetting the double whammy. Which is? If they live on a cul-de-sac. Oh, oh yeah, we're a cul-de-sac. You've made it to like, I don't know where. People think they can't get robbed at the end of them. Like, what is it? About? It's like basically people make a U-turn in front of your house, and like somehow it became a badge of honor. I don't get Wait, it. Is a cul-de-sac considered like the high end part of the street? Well, people always like, I live on the end of a cul-de-sac, like in a whisper. So I'm like, yes, it's like I'm on the cul-de-sac. See, to me, cul-de-sacs like people think that where my house is, you're going to get killed because it's in the middle of nowhere. It's like in the wilderness, basically. I think people get killed in a cul-de-sac because that's where the land of repression is. And quiet. And it's quiet. And that's where people are like repressed and then snap. Mm. Oh, you think that the, they don't go kill people in them. You think the people from within become killers. I feel like it's a breeding ground for creepy things. Yeah. Can you imagine it during a quarantine? You don't see people. You, you don't see people. And it's like... Die. I feel like on Dateline, things always happen like in a cul-de-sac. Well, there's always a clubhouse, which is one <laughs> a clubhouse. The other thing I always like too is like, I would only live in one where you can like sign for things. I feel like that's a real, like, just sign it to my condo or like, like some <laughs> form of an in the club credit card. Like you never went to Boca to visit your grandparents? Of when course. Of course. like a Boca West, but a fancier. But I feel like you go different ranges of gated community. Like you could live in like Dix Hills and like your house, there's no like club, I don't know, but like, or it could go all the way up to like in a golf gated community or- Is is a gated community a high-end place? 
I guess so, because it's very secure. And you probably have like a water feature and like a fire feature, like in various places as you drive and like... (laughs) Is there, at the gated community, is there always a guard? Yes, but who's like a minimum of 87 years old and (laughs) could absolutely nothing if you got out of the car, but yes. Do you have to wear like an ankle bracelet like you're in prison so they know that you're in the gated community at all times? And if someone enters they have to prove that they don't have an ankle bracelet. Then the person with the ankle bracelet has to pick them up at the front. Guess what? You could also tie that to your house charging. Like just hold your ankle up and it charges it to your condo. <laughs> just charge it to my... That would be great. It would be like a nice little like Liza Minnelli kick charge to your house and you go... Yeah, way, Liza you Minnelli. Those on the wrist, cruises. Oh and my God. Did you ever go on a cruise, by the way? I oh. went on one cruise too. But when you get, like, you, it opens the doors to, like, VIP decks and crap, and you charge your drinks on it, and it's really sick. I went on one cruise, and I almost lost my mind. And it's such a popular industry. What brought you to your cruise? Because I will tell you how bad mine was after. I was, my son was little. Like, he was, like, four or five. And I had never been on a cruise in my life. But they looked fun for kids. Because it yeah, looked like turnkey, right? Yeah, like it looked like an adventure. And you, what I also liked is I had discussed this on a previous episode. I'm not great at being like chained up in the same resort for 10 days. So someone I knew was going on the cruise with their kid, and they were like, oh, this will be fun. So we went on the cruise, and I almost lost my mind. I even, by the way, when you park in the at the dock to get off at your location, you have to take shuttle boats. Like it's the Titanic. Like people are lining up to get off the boat. What about like that fire drill they make you do? In the, <laughs> the fire drill on the first minute you're on the ship. So I kept saying, thought they were saying, go to the mustard station. I was like, why are they pushing mustard on me? Like the and minute, was it? I guess it's mustard. I don't know. I'm not really <laughs> ship to Hawaii person. When were you on a cruise? Oh, maybe between two and three years ago. Oh, you and, went with your kids? Yes. But like I, they used to go when they were little before I knew them. They're my stepkids. Like Nickelodeon, yeah. Cruise, like everything. And I was just kind of like, oh, thank God. Like I never had to be a parent then. And then they were on spring break coming up. And Anthony, my partner's birthday was coming up. And like, for some reason, he loves a cruise. And I, he also loves the chocolate covered strawberry, which I find unacceptable. Oh my God. I love chocolate covered strawberries. You can like to eat them, but like in a romantic way, like don't leave them on oh, my pillows. It's like, okay. Yeah. Romantic strawberries. Or suave. But like, that's not okay. It's like, that's what you eat on a pillow in a cruise. Like with a rose. on a cruise once. I was like, did you send me the chocolate covered strawberries? I was like, I would never do something that fucking cheesy. And then I realized like, she's been giving them to me for years. And I was like, oops. So he decided he really loves going on cruise. He didn't want to think about anything. So I was like, all right, this is new for me. But like, I am in a family and three out of the four people, it's his birthday and their spring break. Like, you got to go with the flow. However, he booked it out of Bayonne departing February 15th. So it's fucking cold. Then the first stop would be, I forget, I believe Cape Canaveral, Florida. Yeah. Nope. Then it was to a man-made island. The, the- <laughs> Wait, wait, go back. They make their own island. Cape Canaveral is, did you go watch like a shuttle takeoff or something? I'm going to tell you this because like you'll get it. So it takes two days to get there. So I've been on the freezing fucking boat. And even when it was like a peak of probably like warm weather when you pass like South Carolina. Like, <laughs> I'm dead. On track, there's nowhere to sit. So I was like, Anthony, like I have no interest in like the space station. So you're going to go with the kids and like all these fucking people will be gone. And at least I'll be able to like get some sun. So- <laughs> 
the <laughs> night before, and like everyone's fine with that plan. So the night before, it's two in the morning, and across the loudspeaker, they go, "Could everybody please report to their cabin? We believe somebody's jumped off the ship." And I'm not You're lying. So I thought I was hearing things because, like, with the wristband, I had drank a lot, and I go back to bed. And then the next day, oh, stop it. Anthony's like. He tells me the whole story. And I was like, wow, that's fucked up. But guess what? The joke was on me. Every passenger had to get off the ship so they could be clicked back in to do a head count. So I had to go to fucking NASA. I met some astronaut. I'm like, nobody cares. Wait, did someone jump off the ship? They said no, but yes. They said, oh no, it was just an anchor because we were near the port. Like really, you run a ship for a living and you know what an anchor drop sounds like? Of course you were on the cruise where someone jumps off the ship. And what do you mean man-made island? The Royal Caribbean has like built their own island so you can go and spend more money when you get off their ship. Wait a second, wait a second. The cruise company builds their own islands? Yes, it's like a cash cow. And then you bring the boat one day to the own island and then you're getting drinks on the island. And it's a whole like- You are lying. It's it's a cross between like a beach and an amusement park environment. (laughs) I can't. No, really, I I wasn't even trying to be funny. Picture you, if any of you guys knew Jake, there's no way I can even picture you in that experience. It got to the point when we finally had the day when we got off at the Atlantis, I discovered some drink called the mudslide that I guess has vodka in it. And I didn't give a shit that the kids were like on water slides. You just blacked yourself out. Mm -hmm. And then almost went back to the boat and forgot that. (laughs) How long was the cruise for? Seven days. Seven days. Yes. I wonder, I don't even, I blocked my cruise out, but we went to like Mexico. We went to... Some island, you know what? I don't even remember. There was some swimming with dolphins. Wait, and what about, here's something else about the dress up night on the cruise. Did you have dress up night on your cruise? If we did, I, I didn't know about it and you I wasn't part of it. Absolutely known about it. Everyone looked like prom, like sea foam. Okay, now let me ask you another question. Did your cruise, was your cruise one of these cruises that had like a roller coaster or like... It had a bumper car track. <laughs> Very high-end cruise. Floor that was like racing cars. They had whirlpools that went in both directions that like swirled for the kids. It was disgusting. Like you wouldn't have gotten that. I won't go in any type of pool like that because I have an irrational fear of like, floating band-aids and floating paper can't be in the same water. And they have different, you go to the spa and the prices are different whether you're inshore or at sea. I feel like they're cheaper when you're at shore because they feel like everyone's off the boat. It's like a whole Ponzi scheme. I'm never going again. I'm going to go so deep into like a TikTok cruise call tonight. You have no idea. I will tell you this. If you're an adult and you can laugh and I hope no one gets offended with this, if you have a couple drinks and go to the entertainment, you can have a spectacular night. Like you and I would be singing like we were at that Brandy's. People are like go on cruises every year with their families for like the rest of their life. It's like they have cruise friends. And, and it's like bragging. Work. It's very like, oh, we did that cruise season. Oh, we're going on another and this. It's <laughs> almost like in the same the conversation one might have about a timeshare, if you will. I, I... <laughs> if you're listening and you enjoy cruises, I support it 100%. I'm just not... Cruise no, it's not a fancy thing. I'm just a pain in the ass. I can't sit somewhere for that long. I don't want to play. Right. People. I don't want to go, by the way, to a luxurious resort for 10 days either. I can't do <laughs> 10 days. And if you don't have kids of the right age, you don't want other people's like kids like running into you. Like it's just like not a lot of manners go on on those. <laughs> Hold up. 
wore sweatpants and Uggs today. Oh, by the way, guess what? That's exactly what I wore today. Sweatpants and Uggs. And, and I'm, by I'm the way, into the Uggs slippers. I'm never giving up Uggs. I just want to say, every, they, I know they're like uncool. I wear well, a low angle Uggs. They're not waterproof. And they're not waterproof. And you can only, they can only be clean for the first one to two weeks you buy them. Because the second it rains... It's over for the Uggs. I also dye my feet black. I should have gotten the tan ones. Oh, you have black Uggs. Mm -hmm. That's like an Ed Hardy Ugg. You might as well have rhinestones on your Uggs. I only keep them by the front door because it snows so much here. I'd walk the dog a million times a day, but... They should make an Ugg that has like a waterproof, snowproof skin. Yeah. But that's exactly an Ugg. Like, I don't want it to be a boot. No, I agree. It's like a nice like foot garage. I I wear... Because of like the warmth and the width. My Uggs are dog walking shoes. I wear them and I would wear them out. I don't care. I don't care that they're uncool. I'm uncool. I'm so uncool that I'm cool. Have you ever been to a P.F. Chang's, Jake? 100%. I've never been to a P.F. Chang's. I've been to an Olive Garden. I've been to P.F. Chang's. I've been to Fridays. Okay, so this is something... I've been to Ruby Tuesdays, which my friend called Ruby Pubies. Okay, so this is something that I like to talk about. Because I grew up in the city, we didn't have chain restaurants here. Wasn't it exciting when you'd... Like, my grandparents are from Brooklyn, but they moved to Boca, as most Jewish grandparents did. Did your grandparents move to Boca? Yes. So when I'd visit them, they would take me to Town Center Mall, which I, first of all never been to malls. We didn't have them in the city. So it was so exciting to me. Malls were so cool to me to go Mm. to a mall. Also a waterfall. Also a waterfall. I loved town center. The smell of it, that smell like the waterfall chlorine smell. And I feel like you threw change in those. You threw change in it. You'd make a wish. Because if you make a wish in a mall, it's definitely coming true, by the way. way. If you ever want to make your dreams come true, you make a wish in a mall fountain. Totally. But they had a Ruby Tuesdays. They had a cheesecake factory. Oh. I was so taken by these chain restaurants. The menus were like books. Yes. And I loved it because you'd see on TV... People eating at Olive Garden, people eating at Fridays. Oh, there was a Fridays? Fucking loved it. Here's the problem. Well, I feel our window of enjoying fast food was short because we grew up in the city, we didn't have them. Then you get like loose in college, grandparents living in Boca. And it's amazing. And then they came out with that motherfucking law that they have to put the calorie count on everything if it's like... By the way, that's so true. I remember oh, when the that calorie chicken sandwich is 1,585 calories. I, I, I was being good not having like a burger for years. And then it's like, how do you go back? I remember no. going to visit my grandparents, going to the Cheesecake Factory, and the law came out. And you'd sit down to have a salad and it was like 1,700 calories. And then if like you wanted something for real, if it was like a burger night, you'd be like, oh my God. Like it it was really like... That was... Can I tell you my story about that time? That was also when the fat-free craze was going on. I mean, how is everybody not having like... (laughs) There was a fat-free craze, okay? And my mom used to buy me these muffins from the corner. This is the craziest thing. There was like a muffin shop on the corner. 
and she'd buy and she'd be like, oh, they're fat free. And they were like cranberry nut, which by the way, we do know that nuts have so much fat. Just side note. Okay. She's like, they're fat free. And I was like, how are they fat free? I would eat them because at the time I, by the way, couldn't get enough of my camp. I couldn't go to my camp for like a while. So I had to work at Mohawk because I couldn't get enough of camp. Did you ever work at Mohawk? No. Everyone worked. It was a day camp, everybody in Westchester. I was a lifeguard. Could you imagine me supervising children? I actually Now it's even a stretch. <laughs> but it was like a fun, like social scene. Camp, working at Camp Mohawk. Anyway, I get yeah, on I the bus. Like Save by the bell when they worked at the country club. Like, yeah, exactly. More I, making out like when you were six. In I was, <laughs> by the way, anyone listening who goes to camp, or went to camp knows Keep you your made, pants on everybody. You made out at camp. It was that what you did. That's why I went to camp. You made out. Well, no, that's not why I went. I loved camp. I loved water skiing. I loved theater. I was a theater person and I'd make out. Mm. And there was, yes, I, I loved it. Back to the muffins. My, I get on the bus to camp and it was a long day working at Mohawk because you'd have to take the bus early. You'd have to pick up all the kids on the bus route. Then you'd have to work there all day. Then you'd come home. I'd leave with like six muffins that were the size of cantaloupes, okay? I would eat them. There would be grease, by the way, dripping out of the muffin bag. Paper bag, right? Paper bag filled with grease. That summer, the end of the summer, after I ate about six to 12 muffins a day, by the way, the fat-free muffins, there was a shame on you segment Uh, about my muffin place. uh, There was like 36 grams of fat per muffin that they were selling as as fat-free muffins. It was a very unregulated time. I love shame on yous. Shame, 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 shame on you. Do they still have shame on you? By the way, the whole internet is shame on you. Seven on your side now. Now shame on you is done by the internet. The internet will post you and shame you. Yes. There's no getting away with anything anymore. For those of you listening, no, shame like on you. I curse someone out, I'm like, is there a camera near here? Of course. You can't do anything anymore. Everything, there's... Was shame on you just a city thing or was it national? I think it was local. It was local news. But they now like change, like, you know, the what would you do if? Yeah. Wasn't that a show yeah. with like John Quinones? But okay, there was a shame on you. There was a segment shame on you where they would be like, oh, I heard you're offering wedding photography services and people have the contract, but you never delivered the pictures. And then they, the yeah. news crew would show up and it would be like, shame, 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 shame on you. Yeah, so they'd <laughs> slam the door in their face. Don't talk to me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't know what you're talking The owner's not here. They're, they're like, you are the owner. We have your pictures. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Those were the days of shame on you. Anyway, now the internet is shame on you. Central Park Karen, that was the people. She deserved it. She deserved it. She was got off. I don't know why. I know. I have to look into that. That was horrible. She should not have gone off. Terrible. Well, that's the thing. Now you cannot get away with any, you can't get away. The internet will find you and they will take you down. Thank God they didn't have this when we were growing up. I say that all the time. Well, that's also why, like back to your thing before, like that now if someone videotaped people at someone's house having a party, drinking underage, the parents could be sued. I thank God every day that we didn't have Instagram or Snapchat when I was growing up. I thank God every day. I definitely would have been all over the internet doing something inappropriate, for sure. Me too. Also, like I would... I would feel bad. Like the things that people say in like high school to each other are bad enough. But like if someone could do it behind, I would probably be like in a corner. It and was terrible. Yeah. And you could like see when you're being left out. I mm-hmm. feel terrible for these kids growing up with this stuff. 
I do too. Did you watch that documentary? Yes. Uh, the Social Dilemma. Oh, yes. The Social Dilemma was so disturbing. It was so disturbing because it's true. That's exactly what they do. You get notifications. I feel, that's why I was saying before, answering my text now feels like burdens. Like it feels, I'm exhausted from even texts because well, there's too much. Wasn't it crazy when they said that thing about they purposely make it show up like a slot machine because you want to do like one more and one more. It's like, oh my Yes. God. It's frightening. Do you think kids know how to even talk to each other anymore? Like, no, but like, it's big. Like, our kids, when their phone is taken away, like, her fear of not being in the loop with people and risking getting her phone with being in 5,000 more times trouble with us, she goes for the phone. Right. And I get furious and I still get mad. But like, now I know why. She feels like the whole world's going to go on without her. Everything will fall apart. Right. Right. This is the night. And like, I might feel that way if I were that age too. It's still not okay with me. And I have to, but like, right. I have a little degree of like, I feel for you a little. Jake, thank you so much for coming. You're the best as always. You're the funniest. Do you want to plug anything or do you want people to follow you somewhere or find you? <laughs> no, follow you. Follow you in real life anywhere? I love you. Thank you so much for being here. I love you. I'm calling you later. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stalk me, you can do that on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley. You can visit my website, jennakingsley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Jenna Kingsley. If you have a topic you think we should cover, you can slide into the DMs or send me an email. Have a great week and I will speak to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.